0: Hi, my name is Sarah. And my name is Hunter. And this is Gulp Fiction, a podcast where one of the hosts has read an obscene amount of fan fiction, And one of the hosts has read none and is a little tipsy. So fan fiction, writing based on another piece of media. This could be a movie, show, book, anything like that. It's actually a very heartfelt thing that fans do, and most of the time these works are made with a lot of love and talent.
1: Except when they aren't.
0: <laughs> now... This show is not made to shame or talk bad about any writers. We promise it's all in good fun. Having said that, this episode is a little different because you actually were a part of this fandom, weren't you?
1: Yes. Um, I uh, I started watching Doctor Who in middle school um, because I had my first ever straight crush on a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to impress her by watching the same cool sci-fi show that she liked. Um, and then, you know, she was still straight, so I guess that didn't change anything.
0: <laughs> and you liked two different doctors, which is a really big deal.
1: Um, yeah, I liked the 10th doctor, and she liked the 11th doctor.
0: Yeah, that same friend um, showed me Doctor Who. uh and it wasn't that I had a straight girl crush on her. I just
1: Yeah, you were the only person in our friend group that did not have a straight girl crush on her. Yeah,
0: but she's like, you need to watch it so we could talk about it. I'm like, yeah, that's how it's fun. And so uh I started with the reboot, you know, with the ninth doctor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like this guy, but I didn't watch anymore. <laughs> um, that was it. Yeah, that's my extensive relationship with Doctor Who. <laughs> um
1: it's a good show. I yeah. watched up until, like, uh, the 12th Doctor. And it wasn't because I didn't like the 12th Doctor. It was just because I was going into high school and just no Your longer... changed. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really no longer had time for it. But, like, um, I I watched most of the reboot, you know, with 9th, 10th, and 11th Doctor. And I went back and watched some of the classics with, like, the first Doctor. And I like it. I, I think it's a a dope show, I just have not had the time or energy to go back and finish watching the reboot from where (laughs) it was
0: at. Yeah, so last episode I had said that Supernatural had a crazy number of fanfics because it had been going on for 15 years. Uh, Surprisingly, Doctor Who has been going on for 60 years at this point with 26 seasons, and despite that long running time and extensive fandom, From what I've been able to find, there's actually less fanfictions in the Doctor Who fandom than Supernatural. Uh, Do you want my honest opinion on that? Go ahead.
1: It's because (laughs) the Doctor Who fandom is a little bit less unhinged than the Supernatural
0: fandom. They're just as horny, though. (laughs) Uh, Fair. (laughs) As far as I'm aware, it's always been popular, but the popularity that led to fanfics really picked up with the reboot. Absolutely, uh, They've still got quite a bit of stories, uh, and I did have a hard time finding the best to read to you, especially as I have never watched the show, really. Um, so I sought out the help of our dearest friend, Abby, and this is one of them that she sent me. Thanks, Abby. You rock. Are you ready? Yep. This story is a Wattpad story, and it's titled... How he makes me feel by Define Wind Summary I wondered for so long, what is it that makes people love each other? Is it the lust? The feeling of excitement when they give you the looks? Or is it the right doctor to point you in the needed direction? Maybe it's just the doctor. Matt had never treated me like the man that stood before me, bearing those green emerald eyes and perfect brown hair. He was never as clever or talented. He was never a Time Lord. Now it's my turn to decide what I need. Either it be a Time Lord, or spending the rest of my miserable days on Earth, waiting, just waiting, until the whole universe crumbles to pieces, never to be history again. When I met the Doctor, he seemed. unusual. At first, my lack of recognition stopped me from those familiar features, but I felt like we've known each other since forever. He doesn't seem to want me to leave just yet. He appears to have developed feelings for me in a way that I cannot understand. He's been alone, soulmate-wise, and I wondered if he's been traveling to find the one. And this was actually, I don't know when it was posted originally, but it was last updated January 5th, 2020. Okay. So I can't say for sure when, you know, When it was actually posted. Because I also don't know how the Wattpad system works. I don't know where to find that information. (laughs) So if anyone knows. (laughs) Alright. Chapter 1. Merry Little Breakup. Date. 1st of December 2013. Weather. 10 degrees. Snowy slash cloudy. Location. Pub. Somewhere in London. Time. 3.10 p.m. 20 minutes before the doctor arrives. I can't believe you cheated on me with that slut. I stormed out of the pub, into the cold, <laughs> snowy sidewalk. My hands balled into fists. I was infuriated. Matt followed me, trying not to slip on the icy ground. I turned on him, my heart broken. I've known him for as long as I could remember, and not once had I thought that he would do such a thing like this. Your name, he began, finding his footing. Oh no, it's one of those YN fanfictions.
1: <laughs> I've heard so much about these, but I've never What's your
0: it's your time. Ta- it the world is your oyster. Do you want me to just keep calling it your name or do you want me to call it Hunter? Oh fuck.
1: Um We'll flip a coin. Oh god. Um neither of us have a coin. No, I I have a phone though. We'll flip a coin if it's um If it's heads, you keep saying YN. If it's tails, you say my actual name. Alright? Heads or tails?
0: It's tails! Okay. (laughs) Hunter, he began, biting his footing and sliding his fingers gingerly together. You'll just... I don't know how to explain this. His voice broke at the last word. His eyes showed no sympathy. He was happy that he left me for that ignorant floozy. (laughs) My mouth parted to say something. Only the cold breath escaped, creating a smoke-like filter. My eyes teared at his lack of words. You're so selfish, was all I could muster, and I spun on my heels towards my car, which was a block down the road. Hunter, don't be like this, Matt called, but I refused to listen. My mind was exploding, trying to find a way with the abundant amount of plans I could give him for what he deserved. I dug my key into the <laughs> side. <laughs> my arms crossed and my hair a frizzy and wild mess. I managed to make it to my car safe. At first I was reluctant, my gaze drifting back the way I came from to the low-rated pub. Oh, she got broken up with in the low-rated pub, not even a nice place. <laughs> I should have been able to see Matt standing there watching me, but all there was was an empty sidewalk and a dull orange street lamp. My head met the steering wheel as I melted into the rust-colored leather of the seat. How could I not have seen this coming? I asked myself, desperate for the warmth of my car. The key slid into the ignition perfectly, and the familiar hum sounded from the engine as it came to life. Many wondrous memories happened in this car. food fights. Dates, make out sessions. The light plop of a tear brought me from my wheel and I pulled out of the lot, and my arm extended to wipe my face. Going home would be a mistake. I was a roommate to one of Matt's girlfriends. Oh that imagine your roommate sucks. Oh shit. I was a roommate to one of Matt's girlfriends, and we have become quite the friends. Not good enough friends apparently. Yeah,
1: otherwise she wouldn't have done that to
0: you. Oh. But I couldn't let her see me like this, pathetic and worthless. Matt had been everything to me. He had carried me through most of my adulthood, stuffing our faces with ice cream when one of our relationships failed, or practiced in an interview for a job. Now I felt as if nothing mattered. He was all I had left out of this stupid world. He made me feel as if I was someone important, but I guess pretending was his biggest advantage. I always told him he'd be a magnificent actor.
1: Oh. oh.
0: shit. I took a left down the road that I knew would bring me to an abandoned park. As a child, my mom would tend to bring me here if she was stressed or needed a day off. My dad, of course, was absent most of my life.
1: Oh, of course, we gotta sprinkle in the daddy issues.
0: Yes. The only father figure I knew was Matt's dad. Oh, my God. Jesus, this relationship really fucking wrecked her. Snow started to pick up my window shield, and the wipers' effort to keep it clear were now failing to produce enough strength to get rid of it. Once I reached my destination, I got out and manually brushed down the shield with my hand. It was numb from the cold afterwards, and I shoved it in the pocket of my raincoat. My legs dragged me past the snow-dumped trees and out to the edge of the park, displaying rails that overlooked the water and a fantastic view of London's eye. I rested against the white border, my legs crossed. The smell of this place was the only thing keeping me sane. It had that distant reassurance to it, like a wish. I closed my eyes and shivered at the gust of wind that met my face, curling into the warmth of my jacket. The sound of footsteps approaching shook me out of my relaxing state and I turned around aggressively, thinking that it might be Matt to offer a sincere apology. Instead, it was a man, about mid-twenties or so, with a tan suit jacket, black trousers, a red bow tie, and black suspenders. His brown hair was fashioned to the side, complimenting his gorgeous facial features. I just need to point out, like, I know Matt Smith is the 11th Doctor. He's not gorgeous. But no, that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh,
1: this is, um, this is a fight that Abby and I had all the time. He's, no, I remember. He's really not a good-looking man.
0: Uh, so that's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say all I can picture, even now knowing that it's supposed to be the 11th Doctor, all I can picture is Damon Targaryen from the House of Dragons. <laughs> Where they put Matt Smith in a long-haired platinum blonde wig. He didn't seem to notice my sudden movement, just continued walking until he was at least six feet away from me. I couldn't help but stare. He didn't look troubled, but when his head turned to greet me, I quickly spun around, my face hidden in the fold of my hood. Silence. He didn't chuckle or say anything. My cheeks felt hot with embarrassment, and my initial thought was to just leave. But I've always been a bit nervous around strangers, so I stayed. I'm Hunter. I awkwardly held out my hand to the man who was already settled over the bars in the same position as me. He stood and took my hand in his. "'Doctor,' he replied, smiling. "'Doctor who?' I asked, confusion lacing my face. (laughs) "'He chuckled. "'Yes, quite right!' "'Our hands fell to our sides, and I said nothing else after. "'The tension between us was seldom more than I could think of with Matt and I, "'and I began to feel a needless urge to cry. "'You look upset. Is everything all right?' "'His once deep, chocolatey voice was now high in concern.' I'm sorry. You look upset. No, 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 no. God, no. <laughs> my heart ached for this poor man to ask what was wrong. I didn't have anyone to spill my feelings to, so why not to a complete stranger? My boyfriend cheated on me. My throat felt dry, which was unlikely because I had been swallowing bile for the past 20 minutes. He didn't seem to understand, but I continued blinking away tears of anger. He just decided that it was a good idea to go running off with a skank and leave me in the dust to pick up his broken pieces. We were on a date, too. A shitty, miserable date. Oh, I lifted my hands to my face and brushed away the salty droplets from my cheeks. I don't expect you to get it. Your girl would be shitload if she left you, I added. I realized that was a mistake. For the doctor looked at me dumbfounded and said, I'm not in a sexual relationship with anyone.
1: (laughs) The doctor is not this awkward.
0: (laughs) His words made my cheeks more red, and I turned to face the water again. Sorry, I shouldn't have gotten you into this. I saw past the water and was reminded of Matt. A hand reached for mine on the railing, and I flinched slightly. The man circled his thumb reassuringly around the top of my hand making me feel a brilliant emotion. I didn't know him, but it felt like we've been friends forever. Like Matt. Want to get out of here, the doctor asked nervously. He squeezed my hand and nodded his head towards the way he came. I looked back. Maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea to forget everything and spend the rest of my day with this strange man. Maybe it'd be good for me. Maybe he'll show me how a real man treats women. Ooh. Okay. Chapter 2. Welcome to the TARDIS. The doctor's POV. Hunter pierced her lips as I led her through the snowy forest. Do you meant bit her lips? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> she instinctively held onto my hand, which I assumed was a common gesture towards humans, so I complied to return it. Her skin looked pale against the white bliss, perfect in fact, and our steps were in sync as we crutched through powder. Here's here's
1: my issue with this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to read it in a British accent, I'm sorry. No,
1: I don't need you to read it in a British accent. Okay. <laughs> my issue with this is, this is the 11th Doctor. Yeah. The 10th Doctor, aka the one right before him, was in a relationship yeah. with a lady so the whole, like, I assume that this is a normal gesture amongst humans. Bitch, you know that this is a normal gesture amongst humans.
0: Well, I guess that's something that always confused me as someone who didn't watch the show. When the, I know the doctors regenerate, and mm-hmm. I know that for the most part they keep their memories, but do they, like, reset at all? Anywhere? At all?
1: Like... Like, what do you mean? Like, their memory? Yeah,
0: some of the- I know they keep their, uh, like, some of their memories, but do they ever lose some? Or, I know they change personalities.
1: They change personalities, but they still, like, remember everything.
0: So yeah, he would have no reason to not know that, like, holding hands... Yeah. ...is, like, a human thing. Okay. Eventually, we made it to the TARDIS, my ship. What is this? Her voice was tiny but I smiled at how her blue eyes examined the blue police box in curiosity.
1: The pause as you looked at my eyes. It's
0: because it's her ECI color, and I'm like, (laughs) let me double check. She let go of my hand and walked up to the ship. I nervously watched her press her fingers reluctantly to one of the doors. Is this yours? She continued, scanning the veiled windows. Yes, do you want to look inside? The question sounded more appropriate in my head, but on my tongue it was childish. She glanced at me and stopped at my side. Her hand touched mine briefly, but I did not grab it, fearing I might ruin the state that we were in together. Why would I want to look in a police box? (laughs) Why would I want to look in a police box? She scoffed. I looked at the TARDIS with loving eyes. She was my beauty. My one and only. I could never ever leave her. Let alone have someone else talk about her like that. Isn't there an episode, I do know this, isn't there an episode where the TARDIS turns into like a human? I'm pretty sort sure of. Adam told me that.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean like the the TARDIS itself is still the police box but there's like the consciousness of the TARDIS that turns into a human, if that makes any
0: sense. It doesn't, but I, nothing in Doctor Who makes any sense to me, and that's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> okay, that's... yeah. <laughs> the same way you would want to look in a fridge, or a, what do you call it, mystery box. I urged my voice not to quiver in annoyance. She chuckled to herself, making me feel like a complete idiot. But I followed her to the entrance. As her hand glided to the handle, Wait, so if she thinks it's just a police box, why'd she ask if it was his? Is this That's a good question. <laughs> oh, is this yours? It's like, oh. Well, because the police box
1: is from, like, the 60s.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the way that the TARDIS works is it has a chameleon circuit, which is supposed to transform it into something that will, like, blend in to the time and place that it's in. But the TARDIS's chameleon circuit is broken, And it broke in, like, 1960s London, which is where these police boxes were. So it's permanently stuck in this thing. So she probably just thinks that it's an antique of some kind. In the middle of a park. Yeah, and (laughs) that for some reason this guy owns an antique police box in the middle of a park.
0: Okay. As her hand glided to the handle, I realized that I was sharing my most secretive possession to a complete stranger. Well, I wouldn't say it's been the first... Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, that's literally every season had, of Doctor Who.
0: You've had ten other times. Yeah. She pushed open the door before giving me a suspicious look, and her eyes widened in disbelief. I almost couldn't help but giggle. Is she gonna say it? The thing. Is she gonna say it? It's so much bigger on the inside. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> I jumped up and down on my toes. Is the eleventh doctor this childish in the show or is he just awkward? He's
1: like an awkward guy, but I wouldn't describe him as like childish per se. Okay. He's like he's an odd duck, you yeah, know.
0: I remember he's the bow ties are cool one.
1: Bow ties are cool, fezes are cool, and Yeah. He's quirky. He's quirky, but he's not like
0: a man child. Okay, good. <laughs> I love it when someone says the thing. I grabbed her hand once more and almost dragged her up to the steps to the middle console. What the hell is this thing? She stopped in her trap. She stopped in her tracks when we came to the control panel that circled around the large machine in the middle. I continued towards the panel and began pressing some buttons, trying to act clever. It's the TARDIS, I replied casually. Amy and Rory Pond, please come up here! I added quickly, yelling unnecessarily down the steps leading to the meaningless corridors of rooms. A long moment passed and I was staring at Hunter with a mix of social awkwardness and companionship. She grinned at me looking at the staircase every once in a she grinned at me looking at the staircase every once a second to see if anyone was really coming. You know, every Monday we get a day off, called up Amy's voice. I smiled at her Scottish accent. I didn't know she had a Scottish accent. I don't know how to do a Scottish accent, so she's just going to be British, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, she and her husband have been my only companions on this devoted adventure. It was about time I had a new one. Oh, they're getting fired. <laughs> Pack your bags and leave.
1: GTFO, I got a new lady now. <laughs>
0: The two give me an awful glare, then landed their eyes upon Hunter. Who's this? Rory asked cautiously, like I couldn't hear it in his voice. I tilted my head, mildly insulted. What? (laughs) She's not a Dalek, that's for sure. (laughs) I pulled Hunter forward for a proper introducing. Hunter, this is Amy Pond and her husband Rory Williams Pond. Why does he get the middle name?
1: Because uh, she was always Amy Pond.
0: Oh. Rory took... Her name? Yeah. Okay, okay. It was hashtag
1: progressive. It was
0: pretty progressive. She held up her hand the same way she held it up to me when we first met. Awkward. I sighed, but allowed the three of them to get to know each other before returning to the console and fiddling with the buttons and levers. You're supposed to let the cats sniff each other through the door first, okay? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, where are we going now? Amy objected, putting her hands on her hips. Hunter didn't look as confused, like she knew half of what was going on. I don't know. Anywhere Hunter prefers. Her boyfriend cheated on her. (laughs) Where are we going? Oh, I don't know. Hey,
1: when, when do you want to go? Your boyfriend just cheated on you.
0: I emphasized the word cheated and made an astonished look. Shut the fuck up. Hunter giggled, but nor Rory or Amy seemed impressed. Yeah, I wouldn't think it's very cool that my friend would just be like, "Yeah, this stranger that I'm introducing you to, let me out all of her dirty laundry." For real, you know.
1: I bet that self-insert me is just giggling like, ah, "What the fuck is this man doing?" Yeah, it's
0: an Uncomfortable giggle. Ah <laughs> uh, ha ha ha. ha. He's- Fucking strangers know that I just cut. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> doctor, this way, please. Amy reached for my arm and walked across the room. She whispered sharply in my ear, "You can't just pick up a random girl from the street and ask her to come with us. That's not how it is. I wish you had some sense."
1: That's how it worked with every
0: other fucking That's how companion. It worked with her right, literally.
1: As far as I can remember, yeah.
0: But there's something different about her, I whispered back, looking at her with my puppy eyes. I will say, I know for a fact, okay, the first episode that I watched with the Ninth Doctor, that is what happened with Rose. That is
1: exactly what happened, what happened with, with Rose. Rose. That's what I'm
0: thinking Let of. me ju- Like, I don't think her boyfriend cheated on her. I don't think that's what happened. Mm-mm. But he definitely just picked up a random girl, you know, and then whisked her away to, like, a different time period.
1: Yeah. And she... She was in a relationship when she met the Ninth Doctor, and then she had to break up with Mickey.
0: No, I heard Mickey was great, though. Mickey
1: was a fine guy, but she broke up with Mickey because she was in love with the Doctor, and then they got trapped in, like, different...
0: Dimensions?
1: Sort of, yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler. You know, that's from probably a decade ago now, but... (laughs)
0: But there's something different about her, I whispered back, looking at her with my puppy eyes. It always seemed to work, and in this case, I hope it did. She glanced at the woman, watching us patiently. She had her hands placed neatly in front of her, a small smile on her partially parted lips. I don't trust her, Amy concluded giving (laughs) a sigh. Shit, for why? (laughs) The smell of her peppermint breath reassured me in a way, but it was cut off briefly. Due to the effort in trying to convince her was amy jealous Ooh. i darted my gaze towards rory he shrugged and closed his arm in defeat i'm sure she's had a bad day i argued can i just let her choose a place for a couple hours when we finished i'll bring her back here and it'll be the last we see of her promise you know you can't do that. I know you, Doctor. You'll get emotionally attached, never be able to leave her. No, I won't.
1: And then the fic has like eighty
0: more chapters. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> I frowned. She was right. Hunter would never leave. I wouldn't let her. <laughs> Even if that I sounds, I, so it it sounds so fucked up. So fucked up. Even if I had just met her, she managed to kept this far. What do you mean this far? You led her to the TARDIS. That's as far as it got. <laughs> you want to walk two steps away with me? Ah, oh, wonderful. We're, we're soulmates. It's going to work. I vow to never get emotionally attached to this specimen, even in the cause of intercourse or other sexual relations. I told her under my breath. My, what a clever choice of words, Amy replied, rolling her eyes. I'm giving you one chance. Don't screw it up. Chapter 6 It's a problem. Hunter was right where I left her, crisscrossed on the glass, her hands placed neatly in front of her. Our eyes met briefly before I looked down, ashamed of my actions. She didn't seem to notice, just kept her pretty little face glued to mine. I suppose you should get some sleep, I insisted, walking down the steps that led to a small closet. There were blankets splayed out across the large metal box that held other belongings. I took a few and made my way back up top. But I prefer to stay awake with you and fix this thing. She caught the thick fabric I threw at her and stood up. I'm sure you need help. No matter how much I hated people being right, it annoyed me at how I couldn't help but agree with her. But she was human, and to maintain a decent physical and mental health, she had to get a complete eight hours of sleep. I shook my head stubbornly. No, I really think you should sleep. The words coming from my mouth angered me. (laughs) You should get some sleep. Man, I'm a fucking asshole. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? Once I got the TARDIS fixed, I had to take her back home. I knew I couldn't, not after what we did a stupid little kiss i scolded myself that stupid little kiss meant something i may not completely understand but i would do anything to overdo matt that was awkwardly worded yeah i Sorry. was going to say did Is it just out-do? like switch
1: yeah. oh outdo i was like did it just switch their perspectives in the middle of a sentence but now now i get what's going on
0: here it said overdo but well but i'm pretty sure they meant like outdo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hunter stared at me for a long moment. Her gaze was hard. Too hard. I felt my cheeks beginning to grow hot. My hand found hers. It was utterly cold. If, if I had stayed another second with that man, she glanced up at me, reading my gaze. I don't know that I would have done if you hadn't come along. But this feeling for you, she choked on her words, causing me to suppress a giggle. Hunter punched me in the gut and pulled away. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are such an asshole. She leaned against the bars, watching me gasp for breath, an amused smile sitting on her lips. I wagged my index finger at her. I am not. You choked and I thought it was funny. <laughs> my heart sped up when I found myself wrapped around her figure. My hands were slowly fiddling with the back of her jacket, and I could smell the gentle perfume she must have put on hours ago. It was a subtle feeling for me, because I didn't usually feel this way towards others. Nonetheless, a human female, hundreds of years younger than me. (laughs) That's right.
1: Yeah, you've never felt that way about anybody before. Except, you know,
0: Rose. Rose and probably others from like the classic run. Yeah. River Song. I don't know if River Song was a human or not, but... Her breath was warm against my ear as she hugged me back. You're such a strange old man. Her voice was muffled as she spoke through my shoulder. I chuckled. That's very likely. What is going on? The angry voice of Amy made me flinch, and I unintentionally hit my arm against the bar behind Hunter. I let go and stumbled backwards, my eyes meeting Amy's furious brown ones. Did you not listen to me, doctor? She made her way up to us and glared at Hunter. You need to leave. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> when was it your decision to lead the doctor's life, Hunter retorted. Goddamn. Getting on Amy's level. She looked intimidating, with her eyebrows furrowed and a mad look in her eye. I watched the women stare at each other before Amy sighed deeply. You don't understand, she told her. The doctor just can't love. Her gaze traveled towards me, troubled. Rose! River song! (laughs) I looked down, words unable to form. What are you talking about? He's a living, breathing being. He has a conscience. He can love. Yeah! his face was twisted in confusion. And for a second, I couldn't help but feel pity for her. (laughs) What the fuck? For why? She's standing up for you, man! Yeah, what the hell? I wanted so badly to hug her or kiss her. Doctor, why aren't you saying anything? She turned to me. I bit my bottom lip. Hunter, I forget people. It happened to Amy, and it happened to Rory. Is this real? Uh, fuck, it's been so long since I've watched
1: the 11th Doctor seasons. Um, I think that might be canon. Um, I think that he, I don't know that he forgot them somewhere, I think that he meant to go back for them, but the 11th Doctor is also, like, one of his quirks is that he's really fucking bad at operating the TARDIS. (laughs) Why? Um, And so I think that there's a scene where he's like, oh, like, yeah, there is a scene. He's like, oh, I'll come right back for you. And that's to, like, child Amy Pond. And then Amy Pond grows up and the doctor comes back and is like what the fuck happened i was supposed to come like right back and she was like pissed at him because she's been waiting like 20 years for this guy to come back and i think that there might be another scene where um he told amy and rory that basically like he'd be right back and then like the next scene is like a shot of their gravestones jesus yeah
0: holy shit
1: I mean, Amy and Rory lived a wonderful life together. Yeah, but
0: still, imagine like your friend says, I'm coming right back, and then you just die. Like, <laughs> you live out you're the rest of your lives, you never see your friend again. It do be like that sometimes. Throwing me out of here isn't gonna help. Her hands went down to her thighs, angrily, the blanket falling to the floor subconsciously. This person doesn't know what certain words mean, I think. I do not think that word means what you think it means. I wish that wasn't the cause, I said, brushing my hands through my hair. I have vowed to never get emotionally attached to you, and wow, it happened in a day. <laughs> my voice trailed off, and I crossed my arms to my chest as if I was cold. I feel the need to push people away, no matter how long I've been alone. Amy and Rory have happened to stay because they haven't been killed yet. <laughs> I scoffed at my choice of words. I kill people, Hunter jesus christ the people i love the most because you know why this happens i felt my voice get louder this is because i try too hard to save them it destroys me and then them i want you to understand
1: the doctor has a case of nice guy syndrome in this fic
0: i'm too good of a guy (laughs) hunter gazed at me her soft features too familiar boom I fell to the ground as a loud crashing sounded outside the TARDIS. My hand gripped the rusty bars in an attempt to stay up, but I could barely see through the red flashing on and off lights. Hunter, where's Hunter, I thought. I scanned the room frantically, trying to get to my feet. Amy, Rory yelled. He stumbled towards me, his fingers catching in my jacket. Where's Amy? Loud roaring made my head ache, and I pushed him off. I don't know, just stay put. The noise was unbearable and for a second I thought my head was going to explode. I slid my hand across the bars in case of the shaking continued and searched the room. Hunter! Amy! I screamed, brushing my face of frustrated tears. Doctor! Hunter's voice sounded a million miles away. Where are you? I yelled back. The ground shook and my head bashed against the glass as I fell. As I was about to lose consciousness, her reply echoed one last time. They've got me, doctor! They've got me!
1: Oh shit. And my (laughs) eyes shut gradually. I kill people, and do you want to know why? Because I'm so good at trying to save them. Do you want to know something, doctor? You wouldn't have to try and save them if you didn't, like, keep flying to alien planets where, like, the Daleks and the Cybermen are.
0: (laughs) Have you seen that trending sound on TikTok? One Dalek can take out (laughs) a whole legion of Cybermen, yeah. Chapter 11. The Wrong Side of Heaven. My memory of this room stood out sharply as I had been here recently before being dragged out to find Matt. Matt was here. He was here to help me. To get me out of this mess. Don't do it. Girl, don't do it. Oh, don't do it. Oh, my God. But why wasn't he here now? Why hadn't I already been saved and reserved to a nice warm bed with tea and his strong arms protecting me? Oh, don't do it. Oh, my God. What were these creatures and how did my boyfriend seem different? Why am I so cold? That's kind of a terrifying line, actually, that right there. Yeah. Hunter, a soft voice called out, the calmness all too surreal. I blinked wide, trying to get my eyes to adjust to the darkness. Yes, who is it? I asked. We're calling you about your car's extended warranty. (laughs) Don't be daft, you know who I am. The voice was confused, her Scottish accent lacing in utter worry. I'm afraid not. I replied, brushing my fingers through the cracks on the concrete surface. My acquaintance sighed. What did they do to you, Hunter? She appeared to be talking to herself, but I managed to capture her few solicitude words. I don't think that's a fucking word, but maybe I'm just stupid. Same. (laughs) My head grew numb, with the aching of me trying to gather the memories, but it was all such a blur. The last thing that was most vivid and coherent was me being strapped into a claspy sort of machine, where a large tube supported, t- supported a type of liquid. It had somehow drowned me in a way, leaving Matt and his unusual friend to save me. This brings it all to the unfortunate event of those creatures dragging me back here, my inconsistent brain reliving the horrid moments. I don't understand the situation I'm in right now, I said. She scoffed from the other side of the room. I could almost see her now, the faint outline of her hair standing out the most. But from this view, I couldn't see her face. You don't understand. I'm in shackles right now, completely out of it. The woman explained that we were traveling with the doctor when the TARDIS was burglarized by these monsters. And now here we were. Who's the doctor? And what is the TARDIS? I demanded, eager for information. (laughs) Wow, they really took a toll on you, didn't they? Listen, Hunter. Her comments spooked me a bit, but I continued to listen to what she had to say. We need to get out of here. If you ended up back in here, then that means something happened. You would have been dead by now. Is the doctor here? Who is the doctor? Yeah, why did you just ask someone who's like- (sighs) Very clearly doesn't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. (laughs) I repeated, groaning slightly as I arranged myself to sit in a more comfortable position. He's a man wearing funny clothes. Attractive question mark. He's with another man, about the same height. I cut her off. I know who you're talking about. It's my boyfriend and his mate. I can't quite promise his name. Can't quite promise his name? No, Hunter, the doctor isn't your boyfriend. Though he probably wishes he was, she added Ooh. under her breath. <laughs> Amy's kind of a bad bitch, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> she is! It's like canon that she's the baddest bitch of them all.
0: Stop calling him the doctor. He lacks any experience in the medical field. His <laughs> name is Matt, so it's canon that, that uh, Matt, her boyfriend, looks like Matt Smith, the doctor. Okay. <laughs> I coughed, the pain in my side pinching me. The women sighed again, this time deeper, like she was disappointed. You might not remember, but before this whole thing happened, I got into a fight with you about the doc. I mean, Matt. I told you that people he gets close with end up dying, or forgetting. That he may forget. But this wasn't the case. She cleared her throat before continuing. You forgot him. You forgot the doctor. The one true person that you love immensely. How could you forget something like that? Hunter, you have to remember!
1: And suddenly, she's cured, babe.
0: Think of him. Her peppermint breath hit me with the soft touch of her hand to mine. Are they gonna kiss?
1: I hope so. God, give me that twist.
0: (laughs) Imagine him. Imagine who he is. Who he was. Just think. Obeying with uncontrollable fear, I closed my eyes, envisioning the man who had been at my aid after falling out of the capsule his soft green eyes boring into mine. I visualized his touch, his lips. Then I saw something. I saw others. I saw people who had came before him, a string of men who maintained life without loving their companions. They devoted their whole life to the universe and the ones living within it. He was the doctor. Where is he, I suddenly demanded, like she would know the answer. A, her name started with an A. Ari, no. Alina, no. Amelia, Emily, Amy. Amy, her name was Amy. I don't know. I wrapped my arms around her in relief, cutting off her reply. Kiss. I can't believe it's you. No matter how much I despised her for the disappointment of mine and the doctor's relationship, I was just glad that she was alive and with me in this dark, cold room. After a short hesitation, she hugged me back. We're really on the wrong side of heaven right now, she joked. Yeah, let's go get him. Chapter 12. The Christmas Ending Date December 25th, 2013. Time, 6.30 p.m. Location, Hunter's house. Weather, snowy, 14 degrees Celsius. Hunter's point of view. I don't recall the last time I had met the doctor. It could have been a minute ago or a day. Maybe a year. It could have been my misunderstood imagination or the human brain of illusion. But I knew I missed him. Story or not, he was a part of me now and no one could say anything else about it. I had just finished cleaning up dishes when a loud whirring noise sounded just outside the kitchen. I dropped a plate in surprise, jumped as it crashed to the ground. Ignoring the broken plate, I went to investigate the intruder. What I saw was beyond my belief. Doctor, I whispered. A large blue police box sat stiffly in the middle of my living room. (laughs) The light blinked for a brief moment before fading. A minute later, the door cracked open. I took a cautious step back. Fashback. Hunter, you need to trust me, he said, reaching for my hand. I hung onto the side of the ship, my fingers slipping with the slightest jolt. I stared into his loving green eyes, my heart thumping in my chest. I trust you. Attempting a swing, my false judgment of momentum gave on me and I fell. The heart-wrenching scream filled my ears as the doctor tried grabbing me, but her hands merely glided past. The wind whipped my back and I could practically feel the ground about to swallow me up, giving into my fate. When I hit the ground, I ended up in my bed, a normal day of my life just beginning for the thousandth time. That's the end of the flashback. They don't say it, but that's the end of the flashback. What the fuck? (laughs) The door popped open wider, and out stumbled a man. He was tall, with brown hair that fell over one side of his head. He wore a button-up shirt with a tan jacket over it, black suspenders to hold up his pants, and most importantly, his red bow tie. I hesitated, taking in all of the memories, then talked him in a giant hug. The doctor grunted in surprise then wrapped his arms around me, twirling around me. I cried in joy, not wanting to let go. You're back! I let go and gazed at him. Instead of answering me, he bent down and pressed his lips to mine, pulling me close to his body. I felt his hands roam my back as if he couldn't get enough of this moment. We made out sweetly, our heads tilting in different directions just to get the closest angle. He accidentally shoved me into the TARDIS's wooden wall, but that didn't stop him. I've been waiting for this moment for thousands of years, he said in between kisses. I'm really confused by Doctor Who time, actually. Kissing my waist. What, what are you confused about? Hugging my waist. Just, why is it thousands of
1: years? Because he's been alive for thousands of years. So he's been waiting specifically for her
0: for thousands of years? He's been I'm waiting saying? for a connection like this. Ah, oh, fuck God. God. <laughs> I, I closed my eyes as he planted his lips upon my neck placing little love bites here and there. It was truly a Christmas miracle. I didn't wait for him to tell me what happened that day. All I wanted and all I was glad for was him. I just needed him. And this is the story of how he made me feel. I just need to say I'm kind of pissed off. Because, like, (laughs) chapter 11 ended on a cliffhanger. And then chapter 12 just totally Skipped over all that shit. Yeah. All the exciting parts, right? Yeah. How'd they escape? Even in the flashback, they didn't say how they escaped.
1: Exactly. Bullshit. How the fuck do you, like, fall and then wake up in your bed? That's... Like, if you're gonna write something, you have to at least give me a satisfying resolution. No,
0: here's the thing. I think this person's pretty good at writing. I think so, too.
1: That's what is really pissing me off. (laughs) It's like, you're so good at writing. Yeah. I'm sure that whoever wrote this... They know that, like, there's a giant fucking plot hole.
0: Yeah. They did say that they were busy with school and stuff, but, like, that's not their fault. But at the same time, just put a pause on it. You skipped over all, like, the cool shit. Exactly. Like, all the excitement. How'd they escape, you know?
1: At least, least, like, explain it and then give me the whole, like,
0: we made out.
1: Yeah. That would be a better resolution. Yeah.
0: Than just, we made out and that's the story of how he made me feel. Now, I think That is a kind of cheesy closing line. It was. But I think what makes me so angry about this is because she had this writer had really good moments, like really good moments. Yeah. Like there were so, there were some awkwardly worded sentences. There were some grammar mistakes, but for the most part, like I think the writing was actually pretty good compared to like some of the shit we've read before, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. That was that was a pretty good one. Yeah. I I think it totally ignored some aspects of canon like Rose. Yeah.
0: That's the point of fanfiction. River song. I understand. <laughs> I know. You gotta pick and choose what you wanna what you wanna change about about Canon. And I guess this person just wanted to totally forget about Rose.
1: Rose was the Tenth Doctor's like whole reason for being he let, he, his one personality trait was that he loved Rose. Mans was loyal. That was his thing. That was his shtick. This
0: isn't the 10th Doctor, though, is it? I
1: understand, but the 10th Doctor comes before the 11th Doctor now, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, but, like, you, I fucking <laughs> learned from this fanfiction that he forgets people, doesn't he?
1: It wasn't intentional. He was really bad at fucking piloting the TARDIS. And so he meant to go back sooner, and then he didn't.
0: I don't know what kind of species allows you to regenerate and then be bad at something that you've done for thousands of years. Tell me about that plot hole. (laughs) Why Why do the doctor's personalities change? Um,
1: I don't know. It's regeneration.
0: Yeah. But why do they get the same memories but different personalities? You know, why Why is the ninth Doctor a little bit brooding, and like, the 10th Doctor, he's like, just a guy, you know, it's David Tennant. 11th Doctor's quirky, 12th Doctor continues to cuss all the time, and then 13th the Doctor... Hot. I, I haven't watched. All I know. I know is
1: that she's a hot lady.
0: But like, the 13th Doctor, it was said before that Time Lords only get 12 life cycles, right?
1: Yes, so here's, here's what happened. Okay. Um... Actually I don't fully remember what happened, but I'll oh, do my Christ. best. Okay. <laughs> so there was for some reason, like one of the regenerations didn't fully like quote unquote count. Which um, one I'm curious. I <laughs> I don't know, but like for some reason one of the regenerations was like not like a legitimate regeneration for mm-hmm. some reason. And so they, you know, got to regenerate one more time. But why the 13th Doctor then regenerated again, and is now David Tennant
0: again? David Tennant's the, back David Tennant's
1: again. the fucking Doctor again! The,
0: he's the 10th Doctor and the fucking 14th Doctor? Which
1: almost makes me want to go back and, like, pick up Doctor Who again, but, like, I, I, I can't. Ridiculous. That's
0: ridiculous. I fucking can't. Um, but, I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. No,
1: but it... it But, like, I don't know, okay? (laughs) Okay. Sometimes show writers make things canon, and then they decide, you know what would be cool is if we just totally ignored that. And that's the case for Doctor Who. I'm convinced.
0: I guess you could have a lot of fun when, like, time anomalies are your main plot point. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So that was the Doctor Who episode. Up next is going to be the Sherlock episode, and then after that, the epitome of Tumblr culture, the Super Hulock episode. Yes. So,
1: So we are reliving our middle school days right here. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Gulp Fiction. We will be back next week with another interesting and unusual episode.